Want to talk? Want to do a podcast? Hey. Hey. Today is a new day. We're filming in Kimberly's office. One of us has had their hair done today. Can anybody guess which one it is? <laughs> okay, it has taken me. I was there for four hours today. And then I said, hey, she don't was. worry about styling it. Just blow dry it out. I mean, and even then I was like, it can be partially damp. That's okay. But it is blonde today. Have you today. eaten today? Yeah. When? So in, my, the, in the chair while you're holding the French bulldog? No. So my kids called me on my way over here and they're like, Mom, can you swing by Frida's really fast? And I was like, so I need to pay, right? And they're like, yes. <laughs> well, I hope you ate something while you were I there. I grabbed something really fast. I was like, I just, anything is fine. So yeah. Yeah. That, you know, my kids love to go eat, but they love for me to go with them. I know. They want you to pay, but it's yes. not. What, what, don't you pay for everything anyway? Like, yes. that's what I don't totally understand. I don't totally understand that either because I'm like, I think they feel like if I give them money for the week and then they invite me to go uh, eat with I them you. that I will now, forget. Now like in my old it. age, see now moments, I'll be yeah. like, oh, so like literally so today old. I was like, who has changed? And they're like, huh? I'm like, we got to tip this guy. <laughs> well, goes, I know, just have a debit card. <laughs> Steven put the kids on a budget, and so uh-huh. now they're kind of that way, too. They'll be like, uh, are you paying? Or, or if I go with you to do this, can we get a snack and will you yeah. pay? And I'm yeah. like, oh, my gosh, yes. Yes. I don't know how that works, but, and, you know, I think that's how why Kalen is like, he said, if I do early college, can that not count against my college money? And I was like, yes. Yeah. He's like, I'm signing Work up for it, three more classes. Work it. <laughs> he was, I know what he's thinking. He's thinking, I am, I'm going to try to like get as many free I things as I can. I appreciate that about him. That's so I, nice. I do too. I yeah, do too. We told our kids if they could get a full ride, we'd give them the money yeah. when they graduated. But nobody has yet to accomplish yet. this. So. And um, I have hope for one of them, but, but the other one just... Hey, it's totally fine. It's you know. It's totally fine. Look at the um the light in the. It's okay. In the TV. So we're at my house today because I decided that I was gonna be a crazy person and go to the pound, or the shelter, I guess is what they call it, and pick up a dog. You checked out a dog like you check out a book at the library. Yep. Yep. And then. Because you don't have any pets at your house. No. And you don't have any kids. No. Yeah. Well, I'm down a kid because she's at camp. Okay, so now you have like 17. I have three kids. But sometimes it feels like 95. I like those glasses. Uh, These are one of my many peepers so that I can actually um, see what I'm doing. Speaking of peepers, Mm -hmm. if you look to the left out the window, you'd see a peeper. Hey. That's the youngest. (laughs) Okay, so today we're going to talk about part two of this book called Bread and Wine by Shauna Nequist. I emailed her from both of us. <laughs> I saw that. Did she respond? I don't think so. I haven't checked it today. But I was like, you know, I'm just going to tell her. She'll probably never listen to our podcast, but I was just going to tell her because it would make yeah. me feel good if I were her. Well, even she if, seems like such an endearing kind of... She does. I want to say this after reading this book. I feel like, man, I would love to be her neighbor yeah. or her friend because yeah. she is so... She's so funny, but yet she's inspiring, but she's, uh, I just, I like, I like the way she thinks. I love her, She's a two on the Enneagram, hands down, and I'm a two. And we're going to talk about that when we get to that one part where (laughs) I'm like, I was like, I sent you a text and I was like, 
Well, so Sean is it too. Yeah. No, I totally knew. When I was reading it, I was like, she's my friend. She's my friend. She's my spirit sister. Spirit sister. All, All right. right. Go ahead. Where do you want to start? Uh, part two. All right. So part two, we're going to start with a, a chapter 11, part two, delicious yes. everywhere. I just highlight. I did highlight this time. Are you proud of me? Oh, I'm glad you did your homework. Thank you. <laughs> She's always I, prepared. I finished reading it this morning while I was hovering over the dog outside, so... You were always prepared. You, were, I think I just threw you off because I actually outlined stuff. Normally, I'm like, I got it all up here. I don't need to. Write I know. It I mean, like, and it's so funny because you're the li- you're the list maker. You're like champion list maker. Yeah. I don't make a list ever. I love a list. How do you not get along with a list? I just a keep list it in my makes head. you feel accomplished. I keep it. In my I got to write it down. Which is why when I go to the grocery store, it's never like start at the beginning and go around to the end. It's a lot of zigzagging back yeah. and forth. I never make a list. Can I you tell you, see you that I yawn all the time. For you know why? Because I never sit she, still. She's so she just sits. She yeah, she's sitting still, and so now she needs a nappy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think you might have highlighted something before me. So go ahead. I did. So in the very first part two, it's called Delicious Everywhere. And you, you kind of uh, touched on this yesterday about she traveled a lot with her dad. Is it, huh? It was two days. Ago. Okay. Um, you. What was that that the guy said? Don't correct your. <laughs> yeah, I'm so used to it. I think it was like don't correct your spouse, but I would say it could work for friends too. Uh, me too. Sorry. Go ahead. She talks about traveling a lot with her dad, and he would go to Europe all the time, and he would say, "Hey, I've got to work all day." You go out and explore and find the best foods for us to eat tonight. And she would go through, like, all over. Did you say high school? She's in high school. Yeah, she was in high school. And the places, I mean, I think, you know, Europe's fine, but she was in Australia. She was in Budapest. I mean, and you're like, I don't even know if I let my high schooler out in, I mean, Atlanta. I I would do it in Europe, but I would struggle with Budapest. I mean, but if I was the high schooler, I would love that, you know? Yeah. Okay, so she go ahead. To, I've okay. only inter- interrupted you like 95 times. That's before. all right. So anyway, she talked about how amazing that experience was with her dad and how they shared that. Uh, and it really gave her just such an amazing uh, respect for her other cultures. And I kind of feel this way too because there's times when Andy will cook and you'll say, well, I don't think so-and-so eat steak should I throw something else on and, and I understand that whole theory because you do want your guests to come over and enjoy everything you don't want them to be like oh I'm not gonna eat that um but she says in here when I traveled with my dad he taught me that wherever we are wherever we eat what they eat and we eat what they give us no matter what because we want to taste the place when we eat what our hosts eat and mm-hmm. I love that yeah I love and, and it does when we travel, we even when we're in Mexico or wherever we're at, we always, always eat local. And we try to find the most hole in the wall or we'll find somebody local and we'll say, where do you take your family? Because that's where we want to go. And I think it makes... And they speak to you back? Yeah. Because most, most of them know English. But I think people like that appreciate it so much more. When we were in Costa Rica, we asked one of our uh, drivers one time, you know, where is a good place to go? And he said, my friend has a restaurant a couple miles away. Mm-hmm. I'll take you. Yeah. And so we, and of course we had a lot of us, so we had like three Ubers. And we get over there, and it basically was a two-story house with a covered open patio garage. And so the the 
where you would park was in the middle, and obviously it was converted into a restaurant. Okay. So the covered porch is where the tables were, but then the actual garage to the left okay. is where the cars would go. That's where they had the kitchen, and then they had like big coolers of drink, like beer and Cokes and waters, right outside right their door to their actual house, which you would have to go in to go to the restroom. And, and yeah, they live there? Yeah. Oh, wow. And we ate outside. It was blazing hot. They had our fans everywhere. Was it delicious? It was amazing. And the okay. thing about it, what was so nice was they, like, obviously they worked in their, their flower beds and their gardens and stuff. And that was all around us. And it literally, it reminded me of being from up north when you sit outside uh, in the carport and you would, you know, everybody sat outside in their carports. Up north? Yeah. Oh. It was just, and you would like see your neighbors walking by. We have a neighbor by. that does that here. Yeah, that's just what they do. He plays ping pong in there, and yeah. always invites Stephen. Yeah, I think it's amazing. Play the ping pong. So that was my. I, that was what I took away from that. I thought that was really, really good. How about you? Okay, so similarly, when she talks about on page one ten, she's talking about um, sometimes people ask me why I travel so much, and specifically why we travel with Henry so often. Henry is her her son. I think they think it's easier to keep the kids at home and their routines around about their stuff. But anyway, she goes on to say that she wants him to experience all the different cultures, but know that their way is just one way of many ways of doing something. Yes. And that it's not necessarily the only way or the right way. That children all over the world, no matter where they're from, still love to play and discover and learn. And um, she wants her children to see that firsthand. So... I I also, um, I got the last paragraph of that because I said the same thing that I love that she said she wants her kids to learn firsthand up close and personal that different isn't bad. Different is exciting and wonderful and worth taking the time to understand. And I think when mm-hmm. we travel, we travel a lot with our kids or we have since they were little and we absolutely try to get them to really figure out like what if you lived here? What if you grew up here? What would it be like? Yeah. And I just think that's, I, I love that. I love awesome. the whole idea. Very well, interesting. We're, you know, we're heading on that cruise to Mexico and... Haiti. Um, not Haiti. Honduras. The, the other H country. Sorry. And so, I I don't know, my, my some of my extended family does not like to eat in the local places, but I would love that. So, I guess I'm going to be I would do own. it. I would take a couple of them and go. I should make my... Um, my kids. Okay, and it's, I, I would try it. I would definitely try it. In here, she talks about, um, a, she's reading an article. Are you good? I'm good. It's about the pound puppy. Uh-oh. Okay. All right, um, she's in here. I thought this was really interesting. It's under Jazz and Curry, and Did she talks about, um, in one of the magazines that she has one of her favorite um, recipes in, this guy writes about cooking with Thomas Keller from yeah, the that's, French Laundry. That's that so funny. Exact thing. I love what, what he said, so you tell me what he said. Okay. So, basically, Thomas Keller is this famous chef out of Napa. Yes. And we he has French Laundry. It's it's re- like you can go and get $1,200 plates per person. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's very, very expensive. upscale. So, we didn't go there. No, we went to Bouchon. We went to Bouchon, which he also owns. Yes. But it's, it's just not as expensive. But anyway, what he says when he's trying to train people is like, follow the recipe the first time you make it. 
Like yes. exactly, you know, what the recipe says. The second time, he said, rewrite the recipe in your own terms, adjusting for your taste, cutting out or adding steps according to what made sense. And then the third time, do it by memory and then it's yours. Yeah, I love that. I told I Andy that because too. I thought, you know what? And that's kind of what Andy does to a degree. Yeah. He'll find something he really likes and he'll make it. But then while he's making it, he'll tweak it. Or as yeah. soon as we sit down and eat it, he's like, oh my gosh, I should have added this. And before, I would, he would say, do you like it? And I'd just say yes because I didn't want to give my feedback in case he didn't like my feedback. But now I've gotten to where he's like, be honest. And I'm like, okay, so I loved it, but I felt like it should have you could have added this and it would have been even better. And he's yeah. like, oh my gosh, I totally see that too. So I do love that whole idea of uh, yeah. make it once by the rules, second time around, tweak it, third time by memory, and it's yours. I can make my cold cola cake by I memory. know you can, and that's what I was thinking when yeah. I was reading it, but I don't know that I make anything by memory, so I'm not sure I would get to the third step. But I do like the idea of like following the recipe and adjusting it. I think adjusting it comes when you've cooked just so much that you yeah. understand how what it things means. work and what if you add this, how does it affect that? And yeah. stuff. So I think that takes a lot of cooking. But um, I was going to go back and say that for that other chapter, her recipe at the end was the watermelon feta salad that I make. I actually make that. Is it, that's the exact I brought recipe? it to your house. Yeah, no, I love it's that. It's almost exactly the same. Yeah. That is so I funny. don't put arugula in there and I don't add limes. But the other stuff is. I mean, right. I lime and arugula because Letty, my friend Letty, makes it like that. Yes, Letty. And she Who is yeah. Mexican. So, um, and then she this chapter was mango chicken curry, which to me sounds delicious. Do you like curry? I'm not a huge fan of curry, but I will eat it. Okay, well, like I Like, if I went over to her house, I would eat it. it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I did try those. It's funny because we had kind of somewhat similar dinners, but not really. But we did mac and cheese, but I did the mac and cheese cups out of this book last night. Was it good? I did not like it. Sorry, well, Shauna. But you okay. know why my people didn't like it is because when you make it in cups like that, the, it, dries it makes quick. it crispy. Yeah. And you don't, like, I guess that's not how we typically eat macaroni and cheese, and so it just felt See, we love not, crispy. not correct. We all fight for the edges because we like the crispy. Well, then you need to make it. I'm definitely going to have to try But I will it. say this. I didn't have regular paprika to put on top, so I put smoked paprika, and I don't, I, that was not a good idea. No. Okay, smoked this next chapter no. was, go ahead. I would say smoked paprika would be better in like a tuna dip. You wouldn't eat a tuna dip. I know, but I know it goes in it. it. I should have honestly been a taste tester because I can taste something and Andy's like, what do you think's in that? And I'm like, I, I will just tell him. And he's like, oh my gosh, it's exactly it. But not without error because she did love, what was it? That what? dip, avocado dip. No, was it avocado uh, yeah. dip? Yes. Ashes Restaurant 5 and... So she's like, it's so good, we've got to get it. And I'm like looking at it, and I'm looking at it, list every single ingredient on there. And I was like, Jill, there's mayonnaise in this. And and you were like, oh no. And I was like, oh crap, I ruined it from entire family. Yep. So now um, we don't, I don't eat there anymore. You don't eat at five at all? I mean, I, I will, but I don't eat that, no. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't just like get rid of the whole restaurant because of one item. Yeah. Yeah, you can. I mean, no, I would still go there, but I'm not going to order that. Did I tell you what happened when we went to Chuck's last time? No. Okay, the guy, the waiter, super nice from California. We mentioned California. It was not derogatory at all. I love California. I know a lot of people don't. I, mean, I love some it. Of their stuff, I absolutely love it. Some of the things that they're doing right now, I would not want to live there. No. But, um, but anyway, and so he heard us say California. He dropped the butter knife 
in my wine glass upside down and I was he was like do you want another one I was like no it's Stevens it's fine I'm used to his germs so then he's getting he's picking up another he he like drops the another knife at me I was like dude I'm gonna hold on to this third one like I mean like I feel assaulted that's hilarious right now this is my favorite chapter that I've read so far I like this one too okay go ahead all right so it's called open the door um and she says She's talking about all the different places they've lived and how they were all different. And she talks about this specific party when she had a Christmas party at her house. Yes. And the house was small, and so she basically decided that she was going to have to have food in every room and drinks in every room so you could kind of move around because of the number of people that she wanted to invite. And at this house, was this the house where she had the piano in her bedroom? bedroom? Okay, so she even had food in her bedroom. And she said at one point at the end of the party, she walks in to see a bunch of her friends just hanging out on her bed. And at one point, they go and try on her shoes. I know. That was so I, I was like, that's <laughs> awesome. I want people to feel that comfortable. Again, but, you know, and she t- she stresses in here how um, what people crave isn't perfection. It yeah. isn't the perfect party. Uh, they're not looking to be impressed. They're not. They just want. They long to feel like they are welcome and they are home. And if you create that space full of love and character, creativity and soul, they'll take off their shoes, curl up with gratitude, rest, no matter how small or how undone or how old, how new. People love it. I'm smiling because that's so true. But like, it does feel like for women, like this house shame. Yes. You know, and that's what she talks about next. But what's so funny about that is she's like, I'm like preaching this like let people come in your house as it is and she's like and then comes the opportunity the unexpected opportunity to live it and it did not she was totally uncomfortable she said her friend comes over unexpected she said she came in and hugged me and sat on the couch in our kitchen and we chat about various things her work my work our, our kids and I tried not to absolutely freak out. I hope she didn't notice that I practically developed a facial tick while we chatted <laughs> and later on she said um, she said this unannounced stopover while I was writing. When I'm writing at home, it's as though I'm homebound invalid. No makeup, hair in a ratty bun just above my forehead, crooked glasses, Aaron's gym socks. I'm not suggesting I was just a little ragged around the edges. I was terrifying. And she yeah. said she had a bunch of dishes in her sink and then it was all smelling and stuff. <laughs> I'm not good at that because especially... With people like this one who's like ultra clean and I'm no. really not. I, I feel like I have to pick up before you come over. I'm going to be honest. Because the I don't house even, shame. I don't even notice it. Shame. But now I This is like decent and that's bad. No, I, I clean up Look before. Look at this. I clean up before my cleaning lady comes. Because well, I don't want her to think we live like that. See, that's what I'm talking about, Jill. I know, but my, I think that's my just My cleaning a lady said something about some, something and I said... Or no, you were talking about vacuuming or something one day. And I said, yeah, I don't vacuum. I just let my friend Rebecca take care of it when she comes every two weeks. I don't vacuum in between. Oh, I do. See? I can't help it. She says, this is why the doors stay closed for so many of us, literally and figuratively. One friend promises she'll start having people over when they finally have money to remodel. Another says she'd be too nervous that people wouldn't eat the food she made, so she never makes the invitation. Um, yeah, but, you know, I feel like the more you entertain, the better it well, y'all are gets like and the easier it gets. entertainers. And I enjoy having people over, so, you know. Yeah. It's just fun. Yeah. Well, I think y'all are really fun. good at it. Well, I appreciate it. I mean, we have good days and bad days, but, you know. 
Okay. Well, the white chicken chili, I did make that. You did make it. And it was delicious. Yes, I love so chicken So, I've made white chicken chili over the years all kinds of different ways. This was, like, super easy. I mean, she only has four ingredients. It's, like, chicken, salsa, white beans, and chicken broth. Um, but she suggested you can add some different things. So, I did green salsa because I love green salsa. And then I did, um, what are those peppers? I have no idea. The hot peppers, the green hot peppers. Jalapenos? Chili peppers? No. They're in the can. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chilies. Um, mm-hmm. Those, and then I did sour cream and lime and cilantro. It was delicious. And it took, like, no time. This mm-hmm. is what she suggests, like, if people just show up at your house and they end up staying. You just, just like, something. have this. Yeah. She was like, who doesn't have, like, a frozen chicken? I used a rotisserie chicken because that's what I have. Well, but. that's what I do whenever I feel like, you know, it needs to be quick. Oh, yeah. So, it's the cheater's version that we're not afraid. No, I don't did, care. Look, did you see these breakfast cookies? Because it sounds like the kind you make a little bit. Uh, what page is that? 129. I'm on 141. Uh-huh. Hang on. I did not see these, but I will definitely look at them. Yeah, it does look like mine. Huh. Okay. So, the next chapter is when she talks about her number two-ness, but she doesn't call it number two-ness. We just know it's number two-ness. Yeah, because we study the Enneagram. Okay, so go ahead. Uh, I don't have anything marked off on that chapter. Um, Okay, so she's talking about when she um, is pregnant, has to go in bed rest, and like all of a sudden, she can't do all the things. Like she's the doer, that's what she brings to the table. Like other people have different jobs, but what she does is she does. She said, I'm that's my thing. I'm a get done, get stuff done person. I'm a, yes. utility, a utility player, a workhorse, and all of a sudden I couldn't play, I couldn't work, I couldn't earn my keep on practical and metaphorical levels. Um, and then a little bit down further, she said, um, she said, I've long wanted to be better at accepting help, better at admitting weakness, better at trusting that people love me, not for mm-hmm. what I can do, but because they, just because they do. And she says, being sick for so long was a crash course, not one I would have chosen, not one I handled well, certainly. It was a painful education, but one I needed, one that forced me to embrace the risky but deeply beautiful belief that love isn't something you prove or earn, but something you receive or allow. Which is phenomenal. Does that resonate? Yes. With you? I, I just, I really like the way she writes. I like the way that she tells a lot of short stories. I like Mm -hmm. the way that she throws her Christianity in there. Yeah. And I feel, and I like the little recipes at the back. And I feel like this is, I mean, a great Bible study for us to get started on. We've done almost all of part two. Not really. There's a lot of more good points, but we're getting yes, over we're getting our time over our time limit. limit. So, so but, we might include that in the next one. But yes. it's a really good book. Y'all should Absolutely. totally check it out. Go she get just it. makes a lot of good points. You'll love it. All right. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook at Real Deal Friends and Instagram at The Real Deal Friends. Have questions? Email us at therealdealfriends at gmail.com.